0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala, and today's episode is a sad one, and I'll be recording this by myself because my co-host, Kristen, is actually out of town, and we had banked enough episodes to cover her absence, but something unexpected happened recently that I felt it was only appropriate for us to acknowledge. Seymour Stein passed away on Sunday, April 2nd. He was 80 years old. Uh, If you're a music fan, you know Seymour. Co-founded Sire Records, signed the Ramones and the Talking Heads and Madonna and Ice-T and many, many others. Sire was a really important label. If you're a Rock Hall fan, you know that Seymour was one of the early guys involved in the institution, He is an inductee himself. He ran the nominating committee for a time, as far as I understand. And if you're a fan of this podcast, you know that we have had the pleasure of talking to Seymour Stein on two occasions, which is crazy. It's crazy enough that we got to talk to him once, but the fact that he came back was really something. And I think that's because he loved... Andy Paley and Bob Merlis, who we've gotten to know through this show and it was kind of their idea to see if Seymour would be down, and he was. Seymour's first appearance on our show was early on in our life. It was maybe just 20 episodes in. It really was a turning point for our show to not only talk to an inductee, to talk to someone who was super involved, to talk to somebody of his stature. I mean... Since then, every time I have sent an email asking someone to be on the show, I always say that Seymour Stein was on it. I know for a fact some people have done our show because they thought, well, Seymour did it. It was a really meaningful thing for him to to join us. He didn't have to, but he did anyway, and it, it really means the world to me. And I know even for someone like Kristen, who claims not to care, I know... She thought it was very cool that we got to talk to him. And so what I wanted to do was, you know, we have have hours of us talking to Seymour. I figured, why don't I go through those episodes and pick out the moments with Seymour that we had that I'd just like to share again. It was a joy to revisit them just now. And I'm really happy to be able to share with you These moments we had with Seymour and, you know, as an act of remembrance, the chat we had with him was with Bob Merlis and Andy Paley, who were guys that were on the nominating committee. At one point, we talked to Bob quite a bit on this show. Actually, if you listen, you know, we've talked to him about Leslie Gore early on and, Uh, We always talked to him about his ballot and, you know, through Bob, we met Andy and then the both of them put us in touch with Seymour. The first part of this conversation that we'll listen to, you know, you can hear from Seymour being there at the beginning of, of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And he acknowledges, you know, there was this purge in 2015, when a lot of the uh, old timers, so to speak, on the nominated committee were let go. And that included people like Bob. And, you know, he, the first part of this conversation is an interesting one, because he talks about the Hall needing to have figures like him who were around during the early days of rock and roll and really know that era. And, you know, without folks like him, that era can be forgotten, because people won't know the importance. And so he, he talks about that and he talks about some of the artists that he advocates for and you know we also get into the conversation about rock and roll and country which is interesting especially with a year like this one where Willie Nelson is likely to get in Dolly Parton got in last year there's a lot of great stories that that Seymour has and and we you know we actually we talk about the singles category which uh does not exist anymore but at the time was a hot button issue for our show and I, and I went through the episode like a lot of our early episodes. The sound and mix weren't super great, so I cleaned all that up. I condensed it to just the just the Seymour parts, and I even dropped in some songs. But you'll notice I don't drop in a lot of songs because, and this is something people know about Seymour, and his his friends and family know this. He he loved to sing, and he knew the words to every single song. For a lot of these, I just didn't drop in the song because Seymour started singing, and you know that was part of the charm of Seymour. So I'll be. Popping back in to give context here and there, but uh, enjoy this conversation we had with Seymour Stein, uh, along with Andy Paley and Bob Merlis, from September 2018. We might as well start from the beginning. Seymour, you were there. The Nexus.
1: At the beginning, correct? I was there at the very beginning, yes. uh, This uh, woman, Susan Evans, Mm -hmm. was working with some people who wanted to start a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and wisely, she went to see the number one man in the music business at the time, and to me, probably the greatest ever, Ahmed Erdogan. Mm -hmm. He thought it was a good idea. I was one of the first people he contacted to be part of it. He sent Susan over to see me. Jerry Wexler got involved. A few other really good people, uh, Jan Wenner Mm -hmm. from from Rolling Stone, and um, we got started. Uh, well, this
2: happened over like a series of lunches, meetings, uh, hangouts, dinners...
1: All of the above. all one.
2: of the above <laughs> not, not one single phone call I'm sure it was not
1: an email and uh then we all started picking people who should be involved as time went on and uh I believe it was me that certainly uh, I uh, recommended Andy Paley be uh, one of the voters and be on the nominating committee I think Bob merlis too was my suggestion and uh, so he
3: nominated the no nominate. wow right. wow this is
1: well who that answers the question who who and, nominates and, the nominators and, yes, and, and and I I think that you know things have changed a great deal at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and uh, I believe that it was a mistake cutting a lot of these great people off the list. Joe McEwan is a, an, another really knowledgeable music man through and through who I recommended. And I don't know whose idea it was, um, I guess Jan Wenner and John Landau, but they felt it should be more streamlined and more younger people. And um, I feel that we still haven't finished reaching back to some people who were there at the the very beginning and a little bit later on, who still deserve to be, very much deserve to be inducted into the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Is
0: there not, I'm curious, Seymour, what kind of power you have to induct people in some of these special categories, which seems like a way, if we feel like someone is not going to get the votes from the voting body, could you not sneak him in as an early influence? Well, I
1: think we should. We could look back on other people from the 50s and 60s and even into the 70s as as, uh, early Mm influences. And I think still back into the early 50s, I think that one real important, very, very important, you know, group in the early days was uh, the Clovers. I don't know how familiar you you might be with them, but they they had a, a you know a, a lot of very big hits, a lot of my favorites. They did the original One Man Julep, Devil or Angel. They they did the original of, of that also, uh, Love Potion Number no. Nine, Fool Fool Fool, Tingling, Don't You Know I Love You So. They were you know as I recall the biggest act on the Atlantic label which was the biggest rhythm and blues label of that period, and, and just kept going. I feel really, really strongly Ooh. about that. Believe me, I'm not he- here, you know, on behalf of Atlantic Records. <laughs> but, but the thing is, I also feel that Ivory Joe Hunter should be inducted. I think he's a missing link. You know, do you, do you for, know who he's talking about? The Sasquatch of rock and roll. That's all I've got, Missing Link. <laughs> I think he's, well, I'll tell you what. You, Ivory Joe Hunter? <laughs> Since Ivory, I Met You Baby. Yes. Yeah, oh. An eternal record, really. You know, I, among many. I think that he was the missing link. If you look back on rock and roll, as I remember it, at least, the main ingredients were country music and rhythm and blues. Mm-hmm. And there were other things, too. There's a... Rockabilly was starting, which was sort of like part of country music. There was also blues, which was part of rhythm and blues. So those were the two main ingredients. Ivory Joe was a good singer, quite a good singer, but he was a great writer. My two favorite songs by him are Since I Met You Baby, which has gone on to be a standard recorded probably by about 20 country artists over the period of, of the last 50 years. He had the big R&B hit of it, and there were pop versions of it also. Another one of his great songs was I Almost Lost My Mind. A fabulous song. Again, a lot of country versions of it, a lot of pop versions of it. It's actually, the, in my mind, the song that really established Pat Boone. And don't laugh, because Pat Boone, who's also not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. and, and I wouldn't I, have it any other way. <laughs> well, I, I disagree with you. Okay. I disagree with you. Um, You're an ecumenicist. Pardon? You're an ecumenicist. <laughs> Well, let's just talk about I Almost <laughs> Lost My Mind. When I lost my baby, I almost lost my mind. Fabulous. He was very important to Atlantic Records in the early days. And of he's course.
2: never been nominated? Ivory Jones has no. never been nominated. So. I don't that. think he's— No, I don't
1: think oh, so. I think he may have been on the ballot at one time. Or may, may, but I, he's I on the ballot. I don't, don't, no, ballot. He, I don't think he ballot, has been yeah. on the ballot. Yeah, I like don't. The,
2: the room— so Ball, brought his name pre-ball.
1: up i yeah. think you're looking probably at him. Probably, yeah. you're probably looking at him i yes. mean
2: you know and and so you you would get and make an impassioned case for him and people just oh, you, you couldn't i
1: think look what this all is should be about is the history of rock and roll and as the guy you know who i feel most of all was like a missing link because of the country He wrote great country songs. He was African-American. He was a rhythm and blues artist. Country artists covered his songs like crazy. So did pop artists. He is uh, also, he was a very important factor in the early days of, of Atlantic Records too. Not as much as the Clovers were, but uh, you know,
3: apropos of his importance to Atlantic, when you bought an Atlantic record, on
4: the sleeve they'd
1: have, they'd have
3: caricatures.
1: They yeah. had caricatures. Yeah,
4: Laverne Baker, right?
1: Ruth and Brown. The Clovers were definitely yeah. there. Yeah. Clyde Clyde Mc- Charles. And of course. The greatest of all, who was inducted twice, not once, uh, Clyde McFadder, who, you know, thank God. I mean, uh, he was inducted as a drifter, and he was inducted as a solo artist. You know, and and well, he should be. The fact that most of the people who were put off the, the nominating committee and the vo- you know the voting committee are older people who would hopefully know these people I, I think these people will get after I'm gone and, and others there'll be nobody to speak in their behalf. There's nobody mm-hmm.
2: to advocate for these yes, artists. Yes, nobody. We speaking and
1: even recently. know who they are and they don't know what they're missing An, another artist that I feel very strongly about and this is the last one I'll speak of today <laughs> uh, I don't want to hog the, the mic, is Conway Twitty now mm-hmm who has been on the ballot. Yes, the he ballot has been. One. Yes, he has been on the and ballot. And that's the reason. And I was a <clears throat> strong, strong
5: supporter. Of Me Con- too. Mm-hmm.
1: Conway Twitty, when I first heard Conway Twitty, and I have pretty, even as a kid, I had a pretty good ear. I said, oh, this must be the new Elvis Presley record. It's only make-believe. My one heavenly prayer is that someday you'll care. I really thought it was Elvis Presley. But He's they- being penalized. <laughs> for being taken in by the country artist. What these people don't realize is that Elvis Presley started as a country artist only. He was on the Sun label, and uh, his first six records only hit the country chart, and mainly because of his stage appearance and the way he looked. He was very... Well, you know what Elvis Presley looked like. That major labels started taking an interest in him, and Sam Phillips... Of Sun like, Records. They were
2: like, plug that dreamboat in. Uh,
1: <laughs> exactly what they said, yeah, yeah, word for word.
2: <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need him uh, over there on the country charts. Plug him in, put him on a stage, and
1: show the teenage girls. Yes. Sam Phillips felt that Sun Records was holding him back from being a big star. It was a small label in Memphis. It was actually the outgrowth of a recording studio, Sun Recording Studios. So he sold $18,000. He sold his contract, this is in 1956, to a guy called Steve Shoals at RCA Victor. Nice man, Steve Schultz. I had met him a few times. Now, a week later, Blue Suede Shoes by Carl Perkins, which was also on Sun, hits the Billboard charts on the pop side. And Steve Schultz gets all nervous. He calls Sam Phillips up. Oh, he he called up Paul Ackerman, because I got this story from Paul Ackerman. Paul Ackerman was the music editor of Billboard, someone who has been, and deservedly so, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He said, Paul, you told me how great Elvis was. He said, you think we picked the wrong one? You know, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he said, no, definitely not. He said, but he said, Carl Perkins is a great artist, too.
2: The, one of the things that I always question and have questions about is country music's place in rock and roll and in rock and roll history.
1: I think there should be more country artists, and I think Carl Smith deserves to Boy, be Boy, I hardly agree. You me know who too. he is? And no. Carl Smith... Was the original Johnny Cash Fantastic In scene. fact Great, he, great was, he was married To June Carter yes. To June oh. Carter yeah. okay. And, yeah. and yeah. Carlene and that, Carter June's daughter
3: Yes uh, Her real name is Is Smith Smith Yes uh, Listen she, to it There's a song Ryan, called It doesn't um, go as well And John, Hershey But Smith. you know She was Johnny Cash's stepdaughter Listen and, and,
4: to a song called and, uh, um, There She Goes And you'll go Oh Okay This is one of the greatest Country <laughs> records ever made There yeah, she and goes by Carl a Smith. Teenage queen Ballads of teenage of queen. by Johnny. Uh, he's yeah. Listen to those two. Mm-hmm. The difference between Johnny Cash, but they're always compared because of um, June, because of June Carter. But they're night and day, actually. I think you know Johnny Cash sounds like Johnny Cash. Carl Smith is a, an incredible singer. I, I think mean, a he's, he's vocalist more versatile. Mm-hmm.
3: I think Johnny Cash broods better. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny
1: Cash kind of did. Essential though, yeah, the brooding, yeah. A, People do think, love. I, I think you Faron Young could even Absolutely. be wow, could be considered. Me and my baby, all going steady. Yeah, we ain't married, but we're getting ready. <laughs> and Hank, Hank Thompson, uh, six pack to go. Hank Snow. Yeah. I tell yeah. you, baby, from well, yeah, time Hanks. to time. Okay, but induct we're...
2: the Hanks. I,
3: have yeah. a wing, I know
1: but uh, yeah, that's a great example because the, cause the Rolling Stones covered induct that. Song. Forget <laughs> about
3: the Rolling Stones covering. I'm moving on. Ray Charles. Ray, Ray Charles, did it. right? Right. That, I mean, that's,
0: that's right. perfect. So we we've uh, we've talked about a lot of artists that you're passionate about. Seymour. There's but, artists you've signed that are still not in the hall who've been nominated. Including Joe's
2: uh, favorite, Joe's biggest snub, The Cure. Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: really? Well, The Cure. And Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode really belong in there. I think uh, most, I mean, that's my own opinion. Depeche Mode. Because they're so good live, mm-hmm. and that they've been around, and they're still around. Seymour,
3: if Depeche Mode gets in, please consider Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top to induct them. I know it doesn't sound right, but he really has a thing about them. Oh, that's oh, great. That's yeah, I, would great. Never would I would never have expected no, I wouldn't have that. either, but, you know.
1: Also, the Smiths. Yes. Oh, yes. I mean, they're incredible. The Cult. Yeah, there are quite a few that I, I think mm-hmm. should be inducted, but... Um, but not Althea but and Donna. No, A <laughs> little left
3: field one there for Yikes. you.
1: Little Stephen came
4: up with a category that I, I suggested before I got thrown out, which was uh, <laughs> r- records. So singles. Well, yeah, singles. It it And came I came think out. that's great. It, it, it did happen. happen. It happened I this that's year. Happening. It happened, I think. So was, that's good. I think it was misapplied. But you reminded me when you were talking about Inventing, you know,
3: a category. I think it was misapplied to to the twist. Ch- Chubby Checker should
1: get in. You're right. It, 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 it doesn't more, matter that Hank Ballard wrote. It. Well, You're you right. No, He's more need than to the induct twist.
2: More people. Well, at a I time. don't.
1: Hank Ballard's already in. Hank got in. That's I don't. Game. I don't believe that Chubby Checker was a great artist. Do you really think he was a great artist? There are a lot of people that aren't great artists. That but he in rock was. Roll he he changed the world. You know? Know? Not just. Ouch. Why repeat it with Chubby Checker? just
3: well, you have to evaluate that, it. What are we talking <laughs> that about? That's my criterion. opinion. The worth of Chubby Checkers' version of the twist versus Hank Ballard's? There you go. Well, let's talk about the Jayhawks and the Cadets, shall we? There you Whose go. Whose version of Stranded in the Jungle is better? Neither of them have been inducted, but, so that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's exactly you mean. were going <laughs> to one record of Stranded in the Jungle. Which one would it I be? would suggest... The cadets, even though the Jayhawks had it first, it's better because
4: well, it's better. But the, that's your opinion, but wasn't it, <laughs> no? It's true. It's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> it's also true. Rock and Roll yeah. Hall of Fame is more famous, famous. Which you know got out there. The cadets.
1: The cadets' version, in my opinion, is much better. That's we, what he said. We, are, but, we agree. But, but,
4: but the thing is, it's also more famous.
1: A crash which which in is the, the jungle important thing. Thing. while trying and to keep, keep a date, date with my little girl, who was, was uh, up, back in the states. I was stranded in the jungle, afraid alone, trying to figure a way to get a message back home. Okay,
2: now but we're gonna how have was to I to, to know that the
1: wreckage of my plane had been picked up and spotted and my girl in lover's lane? And meanwhile, back in the jungle. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Well, who,
0: who's in charge of in of choosing the singles? <laughs> the so this this new category, it not, kind of— Not me. You, definitely not you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely well, not Bob definitely not me.
1: Not me. Is that oh, true? Really? So Wait, is, does who it does it come is kind of I, of I'm sure suge- they just su- do it at the meeting? I suggested—I'm probably going to get thrown out because of this. Uh, if don't the, worry. This, nobody listens yeah, to yeah, this. Don't oh, good, goodness. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah,
2: everything uh, you say here. But
1: look, I suggested we start inducting songs. Mm-hmm. Years ago, and I, I came up with Earth Angel by the Penguins mm-hmm. and In the Still of the Night by the Five Satins and f- songs like that, you know, do wop songs, where I, I felt that the, the chances of these artists, or bands or, or groups, I mean, mm-hmm. getting inducted were very, very slim. But I suggested it over twenty years ago, and it fell on deaf ears. When they said they were going to do it, I said, "You know, we should try to make up for lost time mm-hmm. and and induct maybe fifty songs at one fill time." Fill a whole yeah. Sieberg, you know, easy, right, you know, easy. fill a jukebox, yeah, yes. exactly. That'd be
2: great. Yeah,
1: I think that doo-wop played such a big role. I think in the still of the night, it's still very popular. Earth Angel, those songs, you know, they're, they're going to go on forever. Maybe by the Chantels. Uh, maybe, mm-hmm. yes. I you know. feel
2: like some of this could be solved by doing kind of a, a just a major class induction of early influence artists and just kind of redefining what we consider early influence now, especially considering that there aren't as many people to, like, go to bat for Ivory Joe Hunter, etc. And you just do an induction of, you know, 25 artists. All at once and you say like these Now we've caught up. And like just to yes. catch up and like I, get, I think
1: I think we should draw the line at nineteen sixty four when the Beatles broke and everything before that should be an early influence. Mm-hmm.
2: I that's agree. what I agree.
1: I hope you're enjoying the
0: conversation we had with Seymour Stein from twenty eighteen. Next up, we get some more of the the guys singing with Seymour as the lead singer. We also talk a little bit about Leslie Gore, and we talk about Seymour's own induction. And I bring up some artists that I'm surprised haven't been on a ballot. You will notice that many of them have since been on a ballot. Some of them have actually gotten in since this conversation. Most of these artists that I brought up, it was an excuse to uh, get off topic and then start singing, which is great. So let's listen In to the that. First
2: class. Yeah. Oh, he's sure. first. Chuck was one. he the first one? Number
1: yeah. 1. Oh, Chuck Berry first one. Chuck Berry, Chuck Berry was the first, be. first year first inductee. His, yeah. yeah. Fats,
4: well, Jerry Lee, Elvis, Buddy Holly, were they all the
1: Sam Cooke, Great Charlie, Little Richard. Buddy Holly 10. No nobody Joe's has got
2: him tattooed on the back of his eyelids. <laughs> nobody <laughs> has really any quarrel with
3: the first class. The one who
1: the one who missed out, number 11 was Jackie Wilson. Uh, and got and number twelve year. was Clyde McFadden, and they got, I think they both got in the next year. They
0: did, yeah. Just because, Seymour, you're still involved with the Hall. There has been a shift towards these kind of what you could call populist acts,
2: acts getting inducted.
0: You know, and I do feel like there maybe is a correlation between you know 2015. A lot of the nominators, like Bob, were asked. To never return. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and, he, and just like... And he never, never returned. No, oh, he never <laughs> returned. His
4: fate is still
3: unknown. Oh,
1: <laughs> He may ride forever <laughs> Neath the streets of Boston. He's the, the man who never, never returned. returned. Who I knows all the words to this? Awesome
4: <laughs> you probably know them all. But I know a lot is, of them. There
2: were several sing-alongs before we started recording. <laughs> right. this, is, like, this is just how it goes. you hearing a snippet. This you is, get these this
0: three is... guys together, and it's, a, it's immediately a barbershop. It's a right? trio. <laughs> 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 I found out reading the Jan Wenner book is that Leslie Gore was on— was a chairperson of the original Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
1: Do you uh, remember? Wait, so Leslie Gore was one of the people who wanted to start the Rock and Roll Hall wow, of Fame right. and put herself and in. I had no idea. In. So this was okay,
0: before I'm before getting... Jan Werner was involved I'm when kidding, it was like Susan Ebsen. Before I
1: was involved, and it was Ben. She was on the original
0: committee when it was going to be a pay-per-view event. And before some of you guys got involved, it was Leslie Gore and I forget his name, Brandwin or something. But yeah, Leslie was on the board, and then they kind of just ran out that guy's contract. So then Jan oh. and Ahmed could take over and then make it kind of what it and is. No,
3: Leslie Gore.
1: And then, no Le- yeah, Leslie, Leslie was pushed Gore. out. Man, okay, I now had no I... idea, and I'm oh. such a. Oh, Leslie Gore was. Yeah, but we never met her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was, uh, you know. The predecessor concept.
2: Ah. Oh. This just puts me even more firmly on so Team Leslie. I think sure she's Gore, been
4: wronged. You brought her up, yeah. and and that must have been shut shut down immediately by everybody. Uh, I can't imagine those guys going, yeah, no. great idea. It, I mean, no one, you know, laughed me out of the room, but and I don't know if she made the
3: point Well, the, that the fact that
1: the, 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 she certainly didn't help. She didn't help? But no, I mean the, the fact that some people didn't take the whole idea seriously because— um, by Leslie was, Gore. I made a compelling uh, argument.
3: Five. I talked about yeah. the Tammy yeah. Show and her hits and Quincy Jones and so on. And, I, and if I remember song.
1: correctly, I'm not sure, but the way I remember Leslie Gore was um, she was on Mercury, right? Yeah, yeah. And Shelby Singleton had just moved to New York to head up the New York office, and things, I think he brought Quincy Jones in from Chicago to make the record. Mm-hmm. It was his idea. Those records are so brilliant.
4: Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh Seymour uh, have you or would you bring up
1: Iced T in the in the room to be oh, inducted? I think Ice T definitely deserves to Ice be. Iced T in, inducted Seymour. He inducted you know, me. Right. So return the picture. James Brown was gonna <laughs> induct me, but he got sick. And so he couldn't. And I said, volunteer to induct me, and he did the most fabulous job. I didn't want to pick any of my artists. And, of course, I was being urged by some of the people at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, get Madonna (laughs) to do it, get Madonna. And I wouldn't even, you know, I I didn't think that uh, that was appropriate because Madonna was totally a separate artist, you know, and unlike... I mean, I don't mean this in a bad way, but unlike the majority of the artists that I signed, and um, but so was Ice-T. But I want I wanted none of—they're like, you know, I'm not saying they're like my children or anything, but I didn't want to pick one of my artists. But at the last minute, I had to, and, and Ice had volunteered to do it, and he did a fabulous job. Mm-hmm.
2: Were all of your other um, children, I mean, artists, uh, jealous? No, <laughs> were they, I, like, don't, I, don't think, I don't eyes think they were The talking all. heads are I don't over I think
1: there. they were at all.
0: And then I have, I have a list of artists who have never been nominated. And I'm calling the... You would
2: like to beseech you. <laughs> I'd like to know
3: what, what, <laughs> what, who you what think should, like should be. Who, who are
2: they? Wait, wait, no. What are so you, I, you calling I, this list?
0: Oh, though? of course, yeah. this is the Heavenly Seven. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you believe in them. What? <laughs> I'm surprised that Barry White has not come up, that he has not made a ballot. I think he has definitely made an impact, and he's such a huge figure in his genre.
3: That's it's an interesting idea.
0: I you mean, know, I mean, Isaac Hayes is in. I think of Isaac and, and Barry as occupying a similar space.
3: I uh, didn't. Barry White write? Um, he made surf records. He did. Here we go, Loop De Loop for he Johnny Thunder. He,
4: he got involved in records. that Here we go, Loop De Loop. Yeah, didn't oh. he? Didn't
1: Barry White produce that for John? No, no. I think it was Teddy Van. Oh, Teddy Van. But Teddy he did. Van. He
4: did make surf. instrumental surf records there. and stuff that yeah. people don't know about. Here
1: we go, loop de loo Here we go, loop de lie. I'd like to hear And he Barry produced White the Bobettes, that. who wouldn't be bad to put in the Bobettes. Mr. Lee, Mr. Lee? right? What? It's not uh, Little Joe. One, two, three. <laughs> Look, Look at, at Mr. Lee, three, four, five. Again, covered by Look the fabulous damsels. Mr. Mr. Lee, Mr. Mr. Lee, oh. oh, Mr. Lee, Mr. Gruber, Lee. Is that Gruber, about Lee Allen the, sax that one in the I don't cells. think so. Yeah. Yes. No. There.
0: Another one I'm surprised has not come up uh, is T-Rex.
3: Ooh, I like that idea.
0: They've never been on the ballot. Do, and that's surprising. You know, really. he yeah, died. That is
2: surprising. He yeah. died so
0: young. Yes. But, but that has not stopped other inductees, as we know.
3: No, I, I like the idea. I think mm-hmm. that there's I not going to be, be a lot I of for kids that. I wouldn't be
0: against that at all. I like it. Devo is another yeah, band that has not shown been... up on the ballot. I, I Devo swear not
1: that, got in. that they've been.
0: I think Devo
1: has come up. They've definitely
4: think, come up. They've never that. made
0: it to yeah. the ballot. Well, Someone really put surprising. down their
2: sandwich and write them on the ballot. <laughs>
0: Let's
4: get <laughs> them on the ballot. <laughs> so, I think
1: I mean, they I belong. Devo. I, I agree. Uh, I think they were. The yeah. Time. They're so well, great. And then they open
2: the gates for, for other. For solo cups. For, for, yeah,
1: for,
0: yeah. yeah, taking them off yes. their head and then putting beer in them. Red solo cups. Yeah. But I think
2: Devo opens the gate for a lot of other artists that I would like to see inducted.
3: Uh, you're gonna let Joe I'm... finish before we hear your list. <laughs> no, I
2: don't. Ha- I don't bring a list. I prepare nothing. Oh. My job is to come and just give hot takes. She lives off on the, the edge. Cut.
0: Yeah, that's that's why it works. Uh, Roxy Music has oh, never been love on the to ballot. See them nominated as well. I like that idea, too. and I, th- I think they're pretty great and very influential. No
3: Slade.
0: You know, I don't. Th- I think Slade just misses the mark. It's because it's too oh. English. Oh, I think Slade would great. The uh, the B 52s
1: if not made it to I think they belong to the oh they, they belong. really definitely. do put them in I think That's definitely probably more than anything you've mentioned, <laughs> mentioned so far yeah uh,
2: or anything you've ever anything said you've ever no, no. <laughs> honestly no I, yeah.
1: I think up until I this think moment the bees, the bees belong in yeah so uh, <laughs> Seymour
2: finally started listening to you
0: yeah um, he just tuned in the pixies I'm surprised they have
4: not been. No. You're, you're oh, not, see, uh, Kind of lukewarm. How about the Pixies three on Mercury? Oh yeah, birthday party. Sure, They're three great records. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah, Some they f- were. Seymour, do you remember that? Four forty two. Glenwood Avenue. Avenue on Mercury. Yeah. Wasn't it Mercury? Yes, yeah. they're on yeah. Mercury. Did Richard, was that a Richard? It might have been a Richard record. Okay, more no, enthusiasm
2: for a band the that made three albums in <laughs> the 50s than
4: for the Pixies.
3: Singles in the 60s. Oh, I'm so sorry, that albums, made three please. singles <laughs> in the 60s when than for
2: Seminole. The Pixies
3: No, were weren't. In in I just have no... Yeah, Is this the Frank Black group? Yes. That's all I can tell you, Frank Black is in the Pixies, that's all I know. I
1: think Cliff Richard should be inducted. Mm-hmm. And and I think Johnny Holiday should be inducted. That that's, that's one of Bob's big picks. One of me. You know, yeah. I think convince rock the Americans. Roll, rock and roll took over the world, and and that's mm-hmm. fra- you know, Cliff Richard really started it in England. And um, are the Shadows in? No. No. It, it should be. I think it would be a lot easier Cliff getting Richard him in as shadows. Cliff Richard in the Shadows, yeah. which is what I've suggested. Ventures, you know, are I, I, Ventures are in I, I, you I, imagine I correspond you. with Chris all the time it, Cl- Cliff, he just won a big lawsuit I'm very happy oh, well, <laughs> well, <I will>
4: say.
5: <laughs> Hello Pantheon Podcast listeners Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds
0: So those are the best moments from the first time we talked to Seymour Stein. And now we're going to listen to some moments from the second time we got to speak with him, which was a full year later, almost to the day in September of 2019. I don't know if you'll be able to detect this, but when I listened back, I was able to notice my own self-assuredness and I wasn't quite as uh, much of a scared little boy. But in this half of the show, you'll notice that uh, there are songs dropped in. This is from the era when I started cleaning up the audio and dropping in songs and stuff. So there is plenty of the guys singing, but there's also plenty of songs dropped in. There's a great story in here about the Marvelettes, and we hear more of the Artists that Seymour advocates for, a little bit of overlap from the first time. I try to keep that to a minimum, but, you know, we hear about the Clovers again and, you know, Ivory Joe Hunter comes up. But there's a little more emphasis on some other artists and also some other possible inductees outside of the performer category, which I think is interesting. So enjoy this part two.
3: (laughs) I went to uh, one in Cleveland. I was with Bobby Womack who's from Cleveland. That was pretty great. But Metallica got in that year, right. I think. 2009. And so the entire mezzanine, this big place where Alan Freed used to throw rock and roll shows, gets um, to Cleveland auditorium. He
1: started in Akron and
3: then went to Cleveland. Yeah. Yes. Um, anyway... The whole mezzanine was full of Metallica fans who imagined that they were going to a Metallica concert. Yeah. Little did this they is know like, that they had you know. to watch <laughs>
0: Little Anthony and the Imperials. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. You don't remember me. I do. But I remember you. And that's a Metallica favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Seymour, did did the nominating committee meeting for this
1: year happen yet? It happened today, I think. <gasps> um, I. Uh, I I I didn't I could have phoned in but it did I just you know I I have I have to pay more attention to my exercise mm-hmm. but I I wrote them some ideas that I had and uh, I, I you know that um, I'm happy to go over. I with. I would love that. If you could share. This is, this is well, I'll inside. get the I'll get the email this is it. This and, uh, is... We're at. Oh, that's, yeah. Seymour,
3: I conjured up my Marvelettes pitch from about eight years ago. If you need it, I have
1: it. The <laughs> like, Marvelettes belong in. They that definitely was, belong in. Yeah. They yeah. were the first. Look, I was there at the recording. This is the greatest story. It's in Seymour's book. Yes, and it's certainly true. I mean, the Gordies are still alive. They'd come after me and kill me. But uh, <laughs> no, no. The thing is, no, it's true. A dear look, man. Um, Barry called me and uh, he said Seymour I got my first number one I said really I don't see it on the charts he says no it's not even recorded but it's gonna be number one he said I want to invite you out here I'll get you a plane ticket the hotel and everything we'll have a good time and all that I said look I tell you, I'd love to go, uh, but it's more important that he said, "I don't think you know your promotion man in New York, because he did he did the, the you know the production work, uh, and it was a guy Bonnie Alist that took care of distribution." So <clears throat> I said, "His name is Pete Bennett. He is the greatest promotion man in the world." He got ann Margaret a hit. Well, he he did a lot more than that. <laughs> uh, he, he was very helpful in re, resurgence of Nat King Cole and many, many others. And he was a very, very dear, one of my dearest friends. So he says, I'll bring you both out, you know. So, and he did. And... Uh, Pete really worked very, very hard, and it was their first number one record. tell
3: them the title. I don't what? think you've said the title. Please, Mr.
1: Uh, please, Postman? Mr. Postman? Uh, please, Mr. Postman, yeah. oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman.
4: Wait, hey, 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 Mr. Postman.
0: Yeah, their
1: signature Joe song. Joe
2: and I probably have heard that before. I've, and I've they heard belong
1: the song in Fox. more than a lot of the other uh, Motown artists. We had so many hits, the Marvelots. Yes, so many hits. Too many fish, Too many in, the fish sea. in the sea. Oh, <laughs> fish sea.
0: Fish sea. Beachwood four five seven. Oh, there you go. Eight. Yes, that's a great Be- one. Beachwood. Yeah, that's an incredible I, song. Imagine
3: if you had that phone number. Oh my God.
1: Rock and roll is not that hot right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, there's a lot of rap and other things and all of that. And, um, you know, I'm worried, and I try to call the, uh, attention to the Hall of Fame that we should stretch back and I- I- induct some people that we might have overlooked. Now, it certainly not got the power that it had in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and early 80s. Mm-hmm. And I think that, the, you know, I'm pretty old, but I started very young. My first job in the music business was when I was in high school. I worked at Billboard after school. Now, you may not consider her rock and roll, but Connie Francis was rock and roll mm-hmm. at the time. She was voted the number one female vocalist five or six years in a row in Cashbox and billboard, so I think that says a lot. And and the ambience of the records is rock and
3: roll. It sounds like it, you mm-hmm. know? Yes. I yes. mean Obviously, stupid cupid Stupid Cupid is a rock and roll song. Is a rock yeah. and roll song. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, set me free. Stupid Cupid, stop picking on me.
3: But even the even the, the slow songs were like they were they were rock ballads really.
1: You know, lipstick on your collar Great is also... one. That's the greatest of all
3: cuz it's the most rocking. You, you and I are through cause on your collar,
1: total tail on you. Also, you may not agree with me, but I think Pat Boone deserves to get in. You're right. I don't Elvis, Presley you. would, <laughs> Elvis, wow. pres, Elvis Presley That's would.
4: Elvis Presley. would have. Bold. Elvis Presley would have agreed with you though, because he I always know he said would. that.
1: Elvis Presley. Elvis thought Presley he was, was, and,
4: he, and I would have respected Elvis Presley's opinion. Let
1: me, te- let me tell. you. But not mine. Let me just tell you, please. Uh, Pat Boone recorded for a horrible, horrible segregationist. Label, dot records. Well, I mean, the label, Randy Wood. The label
3: was neutral, but Randy Wood was <laughs> not so progressive.
1: No, Randy Wood... How did Nervous Nervous feel about it? R- Ran- Ran- I can tell you stories about Randy Wood that would make you throw up. But anyway, he was really, really a racist. But he loved R&B. The early records he gave him to record, nobody could have recorded them because Little Richard was nobody could imitate him. Not even Larry Williams could imitate him. But when he did, I Almost Lost My Mind by Ivory Joe Hunter, who also belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ivory Joe Hunter is the missing link between country and R&B. Yes, absolutely. But uh, let's, I don't want to get too much off the stuff. But my favorite, well, I love I Almost Lost My Mind. I lost my baby baby I almost lost my mind He didn't do a bad job on the Fat Domino songs and he helped Fat Domino and get Little more Richard. widely widely accepted yeah. in in the pop field. Yeah. You know, he had been look, Fat Domino was the first R&B artist I I heard, I think him and Lloyd Price when I was about Eight or nine years old. You know, uh, they call me the fat man. So, all right. Now, is Lloyd Price in?
3: He is, yeah.
1: Oh, yes. Lloyd Price is in. Well, yeah.
3: Lloyd Price is in, and he's in great shape, and I talk to him. He
1: is. I see
3: him sometimes. I said, you look great. I mean, I don't know. He must be in his late 80s. He said, oh, wow. I've never drunk anything but water. <laughs> like no, obviously okay. no booze, <laughs> no, but no soda pop. Not just water. I don't mm-hmm. think.
1: I don't think he does any drugs. Apparently, I, if water is his water kick. Is, yeah, yeah. Is his vice. and he lives he, in New
3: York. He drinks great it. Water. He
2: drinks it unfiltered, though. <laughs> he's wild. I,
3: I would like to say something about Larry Williams. Oh my I've god. listened to four Larry Williams records in a row.
1: He's been inducted. I, didn't I, think so. So. I, don't, I don't think so. No, I don't no? think so. No. Well, he deserves to be. Oh my be god! Oh man. Shot that fanny, she's my house. desire
5: Shot that fanny, sets my soul on fire On Monday we were married on Blueberry Hill Now we so happy and I love
3: her That Boy, the Beatles covered I Bad know. Boy And, and there's, um, right, the Stones now, covered a Larry Williams song What is it?
4: She said, Look, yeah Yeah dun, de, de, dun, dun, Little girl, where did you come from? Dun.
1: On specialty, yes. <laughs> uh, Larry now, yes. What's what's next, Steamer? The Clovers. Boney
4: Maroney. Uh huh. Uh uh-huh. The
1: Clovers kept Atlantic really small. hot as a label. I mean, there was Laverne Baker, and there was Ruth She's Brown. In. Mm-hmm. She's in. Yeah, they're both in, but the Clovers aren't. Uh, Don't you know I love you? One mint julep, full, full, full. Good lovin', lovey dovey. Devil. Devil or angel, devil or angel,
4: I can't make up
5: my mind.
3: Do you think that because the Clovers go so far back, that the current nominating committee has no idea? Yes, of course. They don't have any. Idea. Could, how would they know? I mean, there's a whole bunch. How is, of... How is a group like that ever going to get? I in? know,
1: I know. All right, now.
2: Well, I, I mean, I have. I think no. we, have,
1: we have a solution. No. Another person I want very much to be inducted. Yes, and it was reinforced. I wrote this just before I saw the thing on TV. Your brother called me, and uh, Jonathan, and he he made sure that I, I saw it. Is Ralph Peer? Oh yeah, are oh, you watching? Oh, the because Ken Burns. It, yes. Oh, be- I haven't seen that. I want yeah, to see that. That's great. Ra- Ralph Peer discovered Jimmy Rogers. And the Carter family, in a week's time, and recorded them. Jimmy Rogers was the first, was one of the first two early influences inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the Carter family. Uh, I, I bet I, they're not. They're not. No, they deserve to be in too. But the the thing is that uh, they started the country movement. Ralph Peer was the first person. To pay artists, uh, writers for publishing, and th- he, d- he, he didn't buy the uh, the songs outright. Outright, yeah. no. He pay, paid them royalties. He even gave gave them ad- ad- advances. So um, he was peerless. Then managers. Okay, I didn't waste much time on it. Look, we've only inducted, as far as I remember, mm-hmm. Andrew Alderman, Brian Epstein. That's correct. Yeah. Now
3: the Colonel's not in.
1: Colonel Parker. I don't, maybe no, he is. he's not. You don't have to love him, but, you know. Oh, he was a good manager. And I, and b- he was a crook, but he was a good manager. <laughs> I'd like to fly
3: Alan Klein's flag right here, by the way. What? Alan, Alan Klein. Controversial. I would definitely consider him. Why wouldn't you? Uh, manage both the Beatles and the Stones and Sam Cooke? Come on.
1: <laughs> Full <laughs> no. disclosure, I work for Abco Music, but,
3: you know, no, but I believe if- it.
1: I could pick a lot of managers that should be inducted, but if I could pick only one, mm-hmm. it would be Albert Grossman. He managed a, a a very wide variety of artists: Bob Dylan, the Band, Peter Paul and Mary, Janis Joplin, Todd Rundgren, Paul Butterfield, and 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 many many others. Um, I worked for him too. Well, I was in at Meet Em when he died on the plane, on the Concorde coming over, and uh, since I was uh, the—there were a lot of Jews there, but uh, I— Jews in the record business? Please. (laughs) There were a lot of Jews from a lot of different countries, but I was the only one that could read a little bit of Hebrew, and uh, we gave him a memorial service Uh at the greatest restaurant where he ate and I ate oh, the, the Moulin de
3: Moujon. yeah. R-
1: Roger Verge. No one
3: ever invited me, but anyway. <laughs>
1: well, you know, that's uh, obvious. Um, no. well, that's
0: a good point. Yeah, there have only been two managers, and if we are, if the Hall of Fame is and, going to induct and, and non-performers, and I have to
1: tell you something, I respect Andrew Oldham. Mm. Uh, he was a great manager, and all that. But, uh, you know, the Beatles, man, my God, he worked in his father's record store. And he didn't know the Beatles. He knew nothing. And then uh, that record came out where the Beatles were backing Tony Sheridan. Kids from Liverpool came in to buy the record. So we went out and f- and found the Beatles. And uh, t- I, d- I don't know how he could talk. Paul M- I'm sure Paul McCartney had nothing to do with it. Paul McCartney was ten times smarter. Is... Ten times smarter, but it m- might have been John Lennon. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And they they had him for a uh, uh,
3: managed. Well, what you mentioned Albert. It's true. He's a real talent scout. I mean, he could, yes, he had he w- he had a club in Chicago. That, uh, of course, what was it called? Uh, the the oh. C- Gate of Horn. Yeah, and uh, you know he divine who would sell tickets and uh, fantastic. Uh, um, it really makes sense if you think about the three biggest if, it, entities in rock in the mid '50s: Beatles, Stones, and Dylan. If I had to, oh, yes.
1: if I had to, <laughs> if if I had to pick one, which I don't want to load it down their throat, I think it's it's him. I I think that I, he would he would be by far the the the, the best. Um, Do you have oh, to so, vote
2: managers in? So that's, okay. that's
1: a good question about Just, these
0: side categories, I, I, I like the so. non performer category or the, even the early influence category. They obviously exist outside of the ballot. Do you have any insight into what the process is to pick those side categories? What do you mean? Did they they get
4: voted on or they just— For example,
0: when Epstein and and Lou Goldham were inducted, they were not on the ballot, right, that was mailed out to people. They were chosen by the hall.
1: We were chosen by the hall,
0: yes. But was that the nominating committee? Was there a discussion? Do you remember that?
1: uh, Yes, there was a discussion. And, um, you know, it um, was—I think everybody kind of agreed. Mm -hmm. I don't think there was any uh, discord. And— I didn't. I was so happy to see Andrew getting in. I didn't want to put up a fuss about Brian. Mm-hmm. But see, I, I knew them. I well, I'm still very friendly with Andrew. You know Andrew too. Yeah. I do too. Right. but, yes. Not like you guys, of course. But <laughs> stay well, out of it, Bob. <laughs> 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 remember when remember when we went to see Phil Spector together? Yeah, with Andrew. The yeah. three of us yeah. went. Yeah. And uh, and
3: uh my invite got stuck in the oh. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, it's okay, Bob. So, um now Oh, what was that? Oh. Talking so, about managers. About ma- no, I'm, I I want to go on, on to something an, else. Yeah, please. Okay. What's team? the now, next part? The thing is I've been inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame and I'm very proud of it and all of that, but I think there are people who have been overlooked that people can't possibly understand how hard it was for for them to to do it. VJ Records was a, a great, fabulous label, black-owned, and um, you had uh, Vivian Carter and Jimmy Bracken and Vivian's brother. Pardon? Calvin Carter. Calvin Carter, yes, who wrote a lot of the songs and everything. They they had a lot of great R&B acts, but they also at one time had the two hottest bands in America, the Beatles. Yes, they did. Mm -hmm, Yeah. The early Beatles record, and they had um, uh, the Four Four Seasons. So I think that's... And they they had other... uh, you know, white rock and roll stuff, too. Oh yeah. Of lesser, but... Of lesser, yes. But they lived in Chicago, you know, which was not such a, a terrible town to live in. You know, black or white. But then you have Duke Records. And uh, he was in Houston, Texas, where, you know, uh, things were horrible, you know, for black people. Now, Duke signed... Little Junior Parker and uh, a lot of other... Bobby Bland. Bobby Blue Bland. Little Richard
3: and the Tempo Toppers.
1: Yes. They were on Peacock. Yes. It doesn't matter. It's his label. And I think they really deserve to get in. I think another person who deserves to get in, who really had it rough going, she was no spring chicken at the time, is Florence Greenberg at Scepter Records. The hits that and the artists that she discovered, mm-hmm. you know, starting with the Shirelles and mm-hmm. then one after another, I mean uh, B.J.
3: Thomas the yes. Kingsman
1: Louis Louis yeah, yeah. yes, <laughs> I know it was all I know. Yeah. and all of the any, all the
3: And
4: background Wand too right
1: yeah, there was one Scepter there was and Wand. One, one guy we're leaving out, a great uh, R& b singer I can't remember Chuck his... Jackson Yeah. yes, yeah oh, great I don't want to cry I don't want to cry. Um, that's um you know i lo- i love almost all of your choices
0: mm-hmm. and that was the kind of the content of the email you sent to them
1: yes well uh, some of it is not in the email some of it are later thoughts because they're not things that we vote on right exactly uh, you know yeah. like the, the lab, you know people uh, executives and things like that that we, we kind of uh, is not on a ballot right. you know
2: so what's to stop? What's to stop um, you guys from just doing a big wave of early influence inductions? Just kind it, of because
1: it's not up to me alone,
2: right. right?
0: You would have to convince probably John Landau, particularly, and then other people in the room, right? <laughs> Weird, that's a, that is a no comment wow. <laughs> from Seymour. Uh, yeah, but it feels like unfortunately n- no one person. Uh, or at least at least Seymour is telling us that...
1: I have great respect for John Lando. Uh, what he's done with Bruce and other things. You know, he's kind of a perfectionist, and uh, there's nothing wrong with it. But um, he's great, and he's been a, a great help to the Rock and Roll Hall mm-hmm. of Fame. It, just,
0: it really just seems like a layup to do at least one early influence every year. They only pull it out, it seems, every few years. But it's it feels like there's a, like you have already demonstrated, a lot of worthy artists who could fit into that category. And also
2: it seems like a ton of non-performer category And you see, we used to
1: do a lot of early influences. When we first started, we would delve back into the 20s. And now we're almost at 2020. Mm -hmm. So we can delve back, you know. Well, I think that the (laughs) problem is that People
3: like Seymour are few and far between, so no one's going to have the light bulb go off and say, "You know, let's get you know the VJ guys, a guy and gal actually, or um, or Don Roby from Duke, because they wouldn't even know they existed. There's no way they right.
1: they would be aware that, of that. That's that. And when I'm gone. It'd be over. I mean, uh, it, no. I mean, definitely for you, but no, but, no advocates
3: I, from that era. Is no, what but I, I understand what you're saying. It's like who is gonna know what the you know? Right. The, they'll have no point of reference at all.
5: Yeah. And
4: that's the other thing is that if VJ and uh, wand and scepter and those kind of and peacock, those label heads were recognized, and then it draws attention to the rosters,
3: mm-hmm. and
4: people might go, "Wow, yeah, maybe." Uh, I mean, I think it's maybe Chuck Jackson. It's really
3: a smart thing, just from the point of view of the times, to induct Florence Greenberg, yeah, because like unprecedented. I mean, except for the woman in um, Mississippi who had trumpet records and signed um, Sonny Boy Williamson and so on,
4: (coughs) or the woman who had um, very
3: few women. Who made a difference, uh, was you a know, man. who were allowed to make a difference. And Florence right. Greenberg was,
4: I mean, tremendous. The Diablos, uh, what was the name? What was that? Fortune. That was Fortune. fortune. What was her no, name? Oh. That was a woman, too. It, yes. It a, I well, forgot her name. What about wind, that the wind. Yeah. Wind, yeah. Where wind, where the wind. The Wind by the Diablo wind. Yeah. <laughs> The Diablos. Yeah. The Diablos.
1: And strong no, in the right Weren't
3: they on Duke? They were on Fortune. No, they no, were no. not. They were Fortune. on the Fortune label. Oh, they're from and, Chicago. But what was her name?
1: right. What was her name? Oh, God, I can't
0: anyway, remember. We, we, can, we can look it up. We'll but take, it would draw yeah.
4: attention to records and bands right. like that.
0: And, Bob, you, yeah. make a, you make a good point that especially for a woman... From that, yeah, I mean, uh, it's like in that world, it was unheard of, yeah. well, unheard of. And
2: who is that woman? So that woman is Florence No, Greenberg. no, no, no. So, <laughs> so Stacks yeah, people. Estelle Axton oh. was Adele. not in. was
0: not inducted with Jim Stewart when really? they, which was uh, a puzzling she was the
2: axe of omission. I know,
0: and it, it felt uh, it felt sexist. I mean, if you're going to induct uh, him and not her, when it mean. is. Literally the combination of their yeah. names. It's the
2: axe. And through the whole
1: package. Fortune was Records the... were outside Talking of Detroit, her. right? Yeah, yeah,
0: Detroit. Hi, it's Joe here just chiming in, in case anyone was curious. The label founders for Fortune Records was a couple named Jack and Devorah Brown.
2: You, you never worked on the Country Music Hall of Fame?
1: No. Oh, but okay. I love country He's music. He's deeply knowledgeable about country music. Yeah, you yeah. would be. Yeah. Well, and we're all there.
2: watching the Ken Burns documentary. I'll, I'll tell
1: too, you a story <laughs> of Jimmy the Kid. <laughs> He's a brakeman, you all know. Jimmy Rogers. He mm-hmm. was born in Mississippi, away down south, and he flagged on the T N N O. He yodeled to fame <laughs> on the Boston <laughs> Maine, the Wabash, and the T P. Have a cap- From issue, the old Grand care. Trunk to the Cotton belt. We are have to he it. yodeled on the M K N P. He yodeled, this is the
3: unprecedented.
0: Old. My God, I'm so glad we we got that performance out of you. That was incredible.
1: How about
4: Arlene Smith? Oh, of
1: the Chantels?
3: Yeah, is she? Uh, is well, it, it would be the Chantels. Chantels so have the, been I mean, nominated, but they're
1: not in. I remember the if Chantels, Chantels thing, deserve to be in. The
4: thing is, yeah, because there were two gigantic hits.
1: Look in my eyes Look in my eyes
3: And
4: tell me that you're the one for me Maybe...
1: maybe. maybe. Uh, maybe. maybe. They but I mean, her, in. The, that's
4: the thing. It's like, I, I mean, is there a thing about uh, how many hits? It doesn't make any difference.
1: Right? No. There's no, no, there's no, there's how no many hits? Look, how, how many hits did Richie Valens have, poor boy? How many hits did Buddy Holly? Well, Buddy Holly yeah, had yeah, hits in I the Crickets. Do. Buddy Holly, yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, Arlene Smith. Arlene Smith. Norman is- Petty, he was a genius. You know, he, he. How about Ann Cole? No. Why not? She's not important enough. Who is Ann Cole? Yeah. On the baton She wrote a song
4: called Got My Mojo Working. Maybe you heard of that one. Oh, sure I did. have heard of that yes. yeah. right. She I had think... a group called uh, It Was Ann Cole and Her Suburbans.
1: I don't think she wrote Got My Mojo she did. Working. She did.
4: It's attributed to Muddy Waters.
3: No. Muddy she Waters. Wrote, he
4: covered her doing it. Really? Really?
2: Got my mojo working.
0: Well, I'm I'm seeing here that it was first recorded by Ann Cole, but it was written by Preston Foster, if that means anything to you.
1: Oh, Preston Foster? Preston Foster? You love the didn't he have guy? a TV show? Sergeant I, Preston, Preston, Preston of the Yukon. Sturgis. What? Sergeant ah. Preston of the Yukon. Yes. I'm Preston, King, I'm Preston, are you Husky.
0: Preston Red Foster, an African-American musician, unrelated to the actor of the same name. Oh. So a different guy.
1: Yeah. But there was an actor, Preston Foster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Well, this is interesting. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is Joe a reading judge, yeah. his phone. Oh, Yeah, this right. is me reading Wikipedia. A judge in the early 1970s described him as a black man about 40 years of age with bleached blonde hair and highly modish clothing who sat quietly in the courtroom. Interesting. Uh, I, anyway, put him sounds in. sounds cool. <laughs> what are we <laughs> trying <laughs> to cool say here? I don't know. Do like it's it, it, an interesting... Uh, I like everything about that. Yeah, that sounds yeah, really cool. I think it sounds cool. Anyway, I want to know this guy. I don't what like that record, he's in though. a
2: courtroom, though. What wreck?
4: <laughs> Got my mojo. Away. Yes. unbelievable.
0: We just have a few more minutes to go with this episode. I just want to make a note. Seymour uh, makes a phone call at the end of this run, and... This is also a tribute to the man he calls a disc jockey out of Philadelphia named Jerry Blavitt, who sadly also passed away this year. So this is also in memory of him, the Geeter with the Heater, as you will soon hear. Enjoy.
1: I was very close with all those Philadelphia yeah. people, Bernie Lowe and... Cal
3: Calman, Cal Mann, yes. The Geeter with the Heater, Jerry Blavitt, Dave uh, oh. Appel.
4: The
1: yeah.
2: with the heater? My
4: God. The boss I'm, with they, the sauce. They could <laughs> be... The boss with the hot sauce. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For us, you really could be uh, playing a prank on yeah, us and really, saying these names. You know. Jerry,
3: Jerry, Jerry Blavitt, the gear, i yeah, know Jerry Blavitt. Where's my you phone? phone? The <laughs> you have with my the phone? heater. I'm the zoo with the dune. Oh,
4: let me wrap this up. No, no, don't wrap it up. He's going to make a great phone call. <laughs> I'm going to call Jerry Blavitt. Great.
1: <laughs> oh, Jerry.
4: Seymour, you deserted me like Fresh deserted the Jews. I
1: said, I'll be Gazette. You said, Sega Zent. What, what a, here? I deserted you. How dare you? I'm living in LA now. I'm not. Seymour, ask ask Jerry. You ask oh. him. Jerry! <laughs> Jerry! G- Gita,
3: if you could do your little intro, you know, where you do Yon Teens and Gita with the Heater. This is the Gita with
5: the Heater, Heater, being on a record. I plead a single. Whop, bop, a How do you do? According to the big TikTok on the Tower Palace clock, don't be ashamed to the his name. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Wow.
3: Jerry, we, we, we had to explain why we we're such big fans of yours. I, I'm losing. We're, I'm going to give you back to Seymour.
1: All right. <laughs> All right <laughs> give to, Andy a hug, okay? I'll give Andy a hug. Now, I love you, Jerry. Thank you. L- okay, love you, Seymour. Bye bye. Bye bye berets. Gotta give you a hug. Right. Oh, right. my God.
4: Right. That's from Jerry.
2: Oh, my gosh. That was the truly Keener. wild in wow. a way. Oh, wow, wow.
3: If you I... lived in Philadelphia, we wouldn't he have to explain the... anything. Oh right, of course. He's the, he's the man. He's, he's the guy. since
4: the 50s, and he's still doing it.
3: That's great.
2: He's still on the radio? Yeah. yeah.
4: That is, I mean... He's
1: older than me, I think, by a couple of years. He's got a club years. in in, uh, in Wildwood.
4: Memories work. at Margate. Margate, Margate. And yeah. <laughs> it's really great. All right. And he does all these shows. He's actually on those educational TV ads you see with, for you see, Doobie, the greatest hits of Doo-Wop. And yes. You, mm-hmm, these guys will come out. Edu- Terry does those. It's very educational. Yeah. Well, I don't know yeah. if it's educational TV. <laughs> it's on TV. <laughs> it's certainly,
0: certainly televised.
4: They try to sell box sets of CDs <laughs> oh, yeah. and
0: box sets. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I want to thank you guys so much for doing the show. We really really appreciate you making the time and I hope you guys, uh, you guys. had, yeah, a, yeah, had a good uh good time here. It, it was really great. Uh and I want to give you guys the opportunity to uh like Seymour, I know you have a a book, a Siren Song. I want to make sure you guys have the opportunity to plug whatever yeah, things you've got going listeners. on. We can start with you, Seymour. But, but I didn't.
3: Well, well now, go ahead. You still I do it it you know what you am saying you oh, doing oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to give you the time. It's yeah, the, right now. It's well, on Amazon. Come
1: on. I I co wrote my biography and uh it's now in its second printing. There's uh an audio version of it done now as well and um I-, I hope that people will read it. I was very fortunate to start when I was so young, so I go way back in rock and roll and um you know, and, and in music, not just rock and roll. I love I love pop music. It's very strange, but I, I do. I mean, every era had great music before rock and roll and, you know, stretching all the way back. You know, New York is the center still. It's where Tin Pan Alley started, the great songs and songwriters. And uh, I try to cover as much of it as I can my whole life's career. Mm-hmm. The book's called Siren Song siren song
0: and so that will do it thank you so much for taking a walk down memory lane and i hope for those of you who didn't know seymour this gives you an idea of what it was like to be around him and for those of you who did know him i hope that listening to his voice again helped you to remain connected to him Thank you so much for listening. And our thoughts go out to Seymour's family and friends, of which he had many. Take care.
5: Seymour's night I've been lonely Caught a glimpse of someone's face